0: G'day everybody, and welcome once again to the Northern Daily Leader's One Percenters podcast, where we're talking all things AFL Northwest. Boys, good to be back here again. Another round of football in the can, round two off and running. We'll start with you, Cody. Right, uh, your second game for the Roos. How did it all go?
1: Um, yeah, you know, it's one of those score lines in the end that looked really bad, but it was um a well, blowout, probably around fifty points, I think, in the end. Um, it was less than three kicks in it at three-quarter time. And Man, okay. uh, we went from 23 people that were meant to be playing or on the bus on Saturday morning to arriving with 19. People just dropped out <sighs> from nowhere or didn't pick up or stuff like that. You see, Inverell's tough to find, isn't it, Ben Jaffrey? Sometimes you could get <laughs> lost on the way up there. The final
0: score there, 15-11, 101 to 8 fifty five, And your Tamworth Swans, Ben Jaffrey, now 2 and zip uh, with an eighteen twelve hundred and twenty to fourteen twelve ninety six win over the New England Nomads here at Number One Oval.
1: Yeah, it was
2: a good game. The Nomads started very well and ended very well. Um, well, I think there was only there was only a kick or two in it at quarter time. They were they were very much the dominant side in that first quarter and and stuck it to us. Good, good by the boys to fight back and then. Um, and uh yeah, get the chalkies by by twenty four points in the end. Yeah, it was a nice uh nice win. over at Riverside Five instead of number one oval. So And the
0: thinking what was the reasoning behind
2: that? Uh I think it was to do the pitch was a bit um still not in great nick after that okay. game the, the previous
0: weekend is, is Yeah, what I was being told. in the wet so. Yeah, okay, if that makes sense. Uh, we don't have a school on here on the sports T G website, but the allow Bulldogs uh opened their account for twenty twenty one with a, a resounding victory from what I'm told, Ben Jaffrey over the Moree Suns, Narrow Eagles joint venture. Um word on the street was that it was to the tune of around hundred and thirty odd points there thereabouts. Yeah, 26, twenty-six ten,
2: hundred and sixty-six to four six thirty is the one that I have found. Okay. And been told that, <laughs> that that sounds about right. So yeah, good um good win and a good bounce back from from Gundot, I, th- I was told that, um, yeah, King George was, was back playing and, and had, a, had a bit of a blunder. He'll be reputable that you've used that nickname to him. <laughs> like that nickname.
0: Um, again, it's you. Sorry, you're man. the instigator of and this. He, ma- he maintains three years later that it was me that came up with that nickname. I mean, it it was wasn't a, me. It was a back page headline, though, wasn't Def- it? Yeah, I don't know. It definitely wasn't me, though, either. It wasn't me um, either. I don't know how it came well, about, he, but he just thought it was a bit too convenient that I, on the bus on the way to the grand final I picked up the... The paper and showed everybody. He thought it was a bit convenient. Can and I, I've done that and then took no responsibility for it? Can I say he gave me a step ladder? Then he he, <laughs> he might not have you know directly named it, but he you know well. He, I mean, was the product of his. He did his stand client. on your head at number one. A1 yeah. took probably mark of the year, but I think it, that's a more you know fairly apt nickname at any rate. <laughs> um, so having read your uh, cracking yarn here, Ben Jaffrey on the Northern Daily Leader and Amoy Valley Independent websites. From uh, the bulldog skipper Ben Maher, obviously some reinforcements. You mentioned one Andrew George uh, that wasn't in the side from the previous week that uh, was uh, a real factor for the dogs in this victory. Was there other names that uh, perhaps might not be as widely known in the AFL Northwest circles that starred for the doggies?
2: Yeah, two that he he named a couple young blokes from what I've told was yeah Brayden Finlay and and Caleb Cameron. Uh, Benny said that was their first game of the year and said that they were both um, had really great games uh, after they they both played a bit um, last year as well from from what I was yeah, told. So they had good true. games and he also mentioned Jimmy Mack who was mentioned the week before as well. So it sounds like uh, yeah Jimmy's having a pretty good start to the to the season by the sounds of it. Um, in the, in the back line there he's obviously. You know, been there a long time and knows what he's doing, so um good to see him having a crack under under his coach and younger brother Andy. So Yeah, yeah Good to see them bounce back and um yeah, think you know, hopefully Maury can um, you know, bounce back when, when they uh, play whoever they play this week. It's like, Oh,
0: there's that preparedness From that comes ahead. to the front. Shouldn't be jumping ahead like that. Now we we will touch on all all three games of the senior men's. Cody obviously you mentioned pretty tight uh, for three quarters there at Inverell. What do you feel as though was the difference in the end?
1: Uh, we were struggling with our Jack Garticic 6 last week and he's back pulled up a bit sore from that game, so he wasn't playing this week. We had to move our gun sent half back up to the forward line and we conceded a few goals because of that. Also, I think we had some less players on the bench. And it was certainly hotter than the weather said so it was going to be up there in Inverell. Yeah, right. And I think we started to tire. I certainly know I did. I was running water for two hours for the women's game before. Oh,
0: good um, one.
1: One. <laughs> Before we started. Yeah, you'll learn that like,
0: winter in this part of the world is a bit different than it is for
1: the south. In terms of that game, there's one highlight that I just have to point out. Shout out to... Um, Josh Moore or Mumu for producing one of the best centre clearances you'll ever see straight down to him burst out of the centre hit the forward lace out leading forward unfortunately he was running in the wrong direction and it was the opposition (laughs) full forward that he hit lace out
0: that's a setback he got got the
1: point right for that that was when the game was still um, in the balance too but I'd say he was Happy we didn't lose by a goal. I must have yes. You're, you're
0: going to see more of that. Like I actually reckon I might have seen someone do it in your game too. It might have even been an Inverell player that went the wrong way. Yes, against the did. Swans the week before. That did happen. Yes, it did. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's still early days in the season. I'm sure those kinks will be ironed out. But the Swannies, Ben, they look like most of the kinks have been ironed out off from the off season. That's a big win as well. You'd be with the uni holidays now. I believe being finished. Mm. you you'd, you'd suspect that this is probably closer to the Nomads that we can expect to see for good portions of the season anyhow.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. From what I was told, they they had a few players come back from that round one loss. Um, and who knows, they might get a few more come back because I'm pretty sure Uni was back Monday. So I guess you'd have a, a bit of a split, I would say, the people that come back the weekend before and people that
0: come back Basically, the day of, yeah, day and, of, and then your first game if you're going to play is going to be this weekend coming.
2: Yeah, yeah, so exactly.
0: Three for, so. for those that are struggling to keep. Up. But but yeah. um, it, it makes the the ladder really interesting. And as you said, Ben, you predicted it. I think last week, or perhaps in our first podcast of the 2021 season, that we we all thought that this would perhaps be one of the most competitive and tightest AFL Northwest seasons in recent memory and it's it's not uh, disappointing two rounds in is it
2: no we've only got um one team that hasn't won a game and one team that's won both everyone else has got a win so um yeah it's good signs i'd say and you know the one team that hasn't got a win is new england who um from the weekend i think they you know two losses not a great way to start the year but they always Build up and Ben Ma said it to me as well. You know when you're playing them, sort of around May, that's usually when they're looking looking really good. They got they got their full
0: team back, so definitely I think they're one to watch. It. And I don't expect to see them be zipping too for too much longer, to be honest. Uh, but the Tamworth Swans, the undefeated team, sitting atop there, ahead of well, the ladder hasn't quite updated yet, so you suspect that percentages are going to play a part. Mm. Um, I'd, I'd take a guess to say so that Gunnar was probably, probably going to be second. And yeah. then possibly in Harrell? Possibly. Possibly. It'll either be. It's either going to be. No. Yeah, look. It'll look. be
2: Ruse, Saints, and then maybe Suns. Right. Or that could completely change. change. Let's just say they're all got one. Well, I mean, one that's, win. You know, you've got the 10 got one, 1 squad, and then you've got
0: a long gym of teams on one, which includes Gunnar, the Saints, the Ruse, and the joint venture. And then the Nomads don't have a win. This has been. Problematic, um, but we'll now have a look ahead to the round three fixture, and this is this is a cracking round of football once again. I mean, we're getting it every week. We we start at Bellevue Oval. I believe this is the Nomads' first home game of the season, and they're taking on the our Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs, are off the back of a big win to begin with, Corey, we'll start with you. Who have you got, and why?
1: Who's Corey? Yeah, Corey, exactly. Cody. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> sorry. We're yeah. just ironing this out. I have left what's the his leader team. Yeah, name? come on, Ben.
0: You tell me his last name. I have left the leader team. It's fair. First. I am over at the land and have been on leave for the past week, so I'm going really well here. It's my first day back. All right, <laughs> Cody. <laughs> Who sorry. I'll, Who I'll, have, I'll, have right you got? Right. New England or Canada?
1: Um, I will back in Canada because it sounds like they have some of their guns back, and they'll probably start showing that form that saw them not lose for about two years.
0: Right. Okay. I'm in a tough spot here because being a former Gunnardal player, you're inclined to go with them. But I mentioned this to you, that Inverell play their side, so their ground better than nearly anybody in the comp. For mine, the exception's Armadar. The New England Nomads play their ground exceptionally well and interesting, you bring up the point of sort of the win streak that the Dogs had. The closest game, I'm going to go ahead on a limb, the closest game they had last year was this game. Up at Bellevue, and they won by about eight goals. But still, it was the (laughs) closest game I played in that game, and it was touch and go for a good two and a half quarters. Other than maybe the grand final. I don't know. What was the final score of that grand final? It was similar to the grand final. It was an arm wrestle. Yeah, I shouldn't have asked (laughs) you that. I'm going to go with the Dogs, but I reckon I'm going to put this out there. You two will disagree because the next match is the Tamworth Derby, but I'm going to say that this one's match of the round. Um, I'm going with the Bulldogs here, Ben. Nomads or Bulldogs for you? Uh, going to go
2: for the Nomads. Ooh, a, a, okay. a, a, for a point of difference. Um, yeah. B, because of that reason that they do play that ground. So, well, it is It is kind of as...
0: If two grounds are similar, it's probably is Bellevue and Wolseley. Like, did... Yeah, it's a tough one. I, I don't know. Like It depends on who you ask. I, I find Wolseley is probably one of the bigger ones, but then everyone shoots yeah. me down on that one. I think it really, they're, they are probably pretty similar. That's actually a fair point, I reckon, ben. Um It's just the way that the Nomads, for mine, from an analytical point of view, um, yes, they've got some new new guys in that are learning the ropes quite quickly, but they, they've they got an uncanny ability to get their really solid performers. Uh, mm. Guys like Rambo, guys like Modra, they've got these guys sort of, Trained pretty well in that they'll know to look for them, and they're never too far away. And it just they play with a good structure like that, which can be hard to overcome if you're not as defensively minded as you need to be, or as accountable as you need to be. So, for mine, the big ticket item for the Bulldogs that I would be suggesting would be to be accountable. If you can be accountable and and really keep a close eye on those. Those two players in particular, but there is a raft of others that they've got. Red that Red can didn't uh, play on the weekend. Didn't so. play on the weekend. Well, hopefully he's still playing there. I don't know. There's, again, preparedness that we're uh, known for. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a cracking game. And so is this one at number one, Abel. the Tamworth Kangaroos. It's a home game for you, Ben Jaffrey. The third straight game. It's a away game for us. Well, it's an away much. game, but it's the third straight d- game that you'll be playing in your hometown. So it's a pretty good start to the season in that respect. This is going to be an absolute tussle going to be a t- tough one if because uh, it's a bus trip that comes through Tamworth to go up to Armidale, so I might put my hand up for that, but if not, I could just wander down to Number One Oval and have a look at the, the local derby. Do I need to guess who either of you are going to tip in this one, or, <laughs> or is it going to be pretty self-explanatory? I think you know. I think yeah. you know. Right. Gee. Is it going to be frosty in the office here on Monday morning? Or do, wait, do both of you work Sunday too?
1: You, do you work Sundays? Uh, I do work Sundays, Ooh, I...
0: Get out of the way early, I like it.
1: I may or may not be in the office, if we win I almost certainly <laughs> will be. <laughs> Ooh. Coin flip, and you know what, I'm going to be
0: completely the opposite to Ben Jaffrey, I am going to see our first draw, A draw. of right. the AFL North <laughs> West season, I Jeez. haven't seen one yet, has, has there been one since we've, we've been doing this, I don't think there has, not that I can remember, but how's that fence? Jeez, what's, what's the fence I'm sitting yeah. on is very
2: comfortable, First my friend.
0: Very, very well, you yeah. know. I on. can just, just throw stones from up here just nicely.
2: I can get to you though, mate. Step ladder right up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can well, help, help you know, Cody up more, Well, more likely. <laughs> you know, Georgie knows that you're pretty sturdy. Um, rounding out the round of Valley Oval, the Inverell Saints playing host to the joint venture, Maurice Suns, Narrabai Eagles. Both sides have had a win this season so far. Code, you'd probably be the one to tell me, are they are the Saints really tuning up, do you feel like that was a... Are they starting to hit their straps a little bit after the last week? Well, both of you would be able to tell me, you both played them in the first two rounds, but do you feel as though that they're just starting to tune up a little bit, or could the joint venture perhaps pull off a bit of a, an upset, I suppose you'd call it, on the road? Farley Oval's a tough place to win.
1: Well, yeah, Enverell seemed to play very well at their home ground, and I'm not sure... Whether he played in round one, but the the young bloke up forward, playing a bit of a Jordan degoey style, full forward, um, undersized. I can't remember what they were calling him, but he absolutely tore us up. If he's playing, then he's going to be a danger. He must have kicked four or five goals.
2: Oh, that'll be easy to uh, yeah. find out then. Let's have a quick look. <laughs> We've got our suspicions of who this... Uh, uh, was it Riley R- Tom? That would have been the one. Yeah, yeah have yeah. a bit of... Uh, of a bit of flow in the back of his hair. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Just, a, to, just a bit. Business
0: up front party at the back, is that what you're alluding to there, Ben Jeff? Let yeah, I know? think he's got a bit of a hairstyle like yeah. that. Good, good. You'll love quite... to see that. He's a very handy footballer, uh, a product of the Saints junior system as well, so that's pleasing uh, for them. Am I, am I incorrect in saying he might have played in the 17s last year, Ben? Um, I think he did
2: Yes, I think he did. He definitely played seniors as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think he might have, yeah, still been in that.
0: Since your name design. rings a bell from like a leading goal kicker's pr- I'm thinking yeah, it I think have, might have, might have, have been the
2: eight. Actually, eights. no, I think he might have got the best. He might have been one best of the best and, fair. and fairest.
1: Yeah. Thank you. I God, we're so underprepared for these things. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> anyway. Uh, um, <laughs> um, yeah, long story short, I will go
0: with... We're all uh, probably going to go with the Saints. Europe. Yeah. Saints? Yeah, back in the
2: Saints too. Um, Love to
0: see the joint venture pull off an upset here. I mean, you know, good to see them with that win under their belt, and I'll know that they'll be hungry for another one. So I think it'll be quite competitive, but, yeah, it's hard to get past the Saints at home, isn't it? But always is, yeah. They play the ground so well.
2: Um, yeah, it's always tough up there. Um, so, yeah. But yeah. as you say, it's a, more, it's a shorter trip to Inverro, isn't it? One of those shorter ones, or oh, is it, it would not? be,
0: yeah. I'd assume so. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, not, not being a geography whiz. But we'll quickly move on to uh, the women's competition. And only the... Was there three games this week? Yes. Yes, there was. there was. Oh, that's great news. Uh, some pretty solid victories, though. Uh, from reading your story on the Northern Daily Letter website, Ben Jaffrey, the the Puchettes. Uh, really got a, a pretty solid win over the Moree Suns as a joint that's venture side. Uh, once
2: again, well, I've got it written down somewhere. I think it's it was thirty right points,
0: anymore. but I think there was a, a half a dozen loan players that the Food Chats right. gave yeah. Yeah. to it's the good Suns. To see.
2: That's I think that's very uh, that's very AFL North West. it is
0: <laughs> to, to loan
2: some players, <laughs> that's, and it's good to see. Like I. I Obviously I'd love to see Maury or whoever it is, um, uh, the Swans lent some players to the New England nomads on the weekend as well. Love to see those teams have their own, you know, full complement of players, but good to see that, you know, everyone's
0: happy to help out and get some get some footy and that's what we want. Absolutely. And uh, looking at the score line here at number one oval, nine seventeen seventy one, defeated one three nine. A little bit wasteful where the Swanets. I'm really still trying to coined this term, gentlemen, I'm trying to get it off the ground, but um, that being their first win of the season, if I'm not mistaken, Ben, um, obviously just starting to, to hit their straps a little bit.
2: Yeah, it was a tight tussle in the first quarter, I will bring it up, but I'm going to have a crack, I think it was two points in it, or one point in it, one point, there you go. Ah, it and it was then, two behinds
0: to one behind, yeah, so you were yeah. actually on the money there, yeah, that's th- almost the most prepared thing that any one of, <laughs> of us has said in either of these podcasts that we've done as a... As a trio. <laughs> and then they and then they found their feet. Yeah. Um next three quarters
2: obviously kicked away. Um and yeah, got a got a good solid win. Um from speaking to Jessica Kirkpatrick, a uh, couple good uh young performers um on the day as well in uh I believe it's Aaron Allen and um yeah, Aaron Allen and who else did? Ella Mitchell she sure. also mentioned. So um yeah, good to see them get a win and uh yeah, should be a Hopefully be a nice close season in the women's comp as well.
0: Absolutely, but I think it would be fair to say, and uh, Katie, but you ran the water for this game as well. Is it fair to say the Inverell Saints women's side are putting their hand up as, for early favouritism with a 12 to one three nine win over the Kangaroos women's side? That's their second win of the competition after accounting for the, the Swanettes the previous week. Uh, having seen this one first-hand... Obviously, uh, a pretty impressive sort of performance.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be hard to look past as a favourites. Um, Having watched that game, they've got a few uh, tall players that just set up behind the ball, but then also when the ball was moving fast and it was scrapping on the ground, they just burst to it, pretty clean hands. Uh, Yeah, I think they're going to be really difficult to beat this year from any of the other sides. Absolutely.
0: And uh, obviously, it sets up a pretty... Interesting round three, uh, the or the Gunnerdale Bulldogs or the Poochets travelling up to Bellevue Oval to take on the Nomads. Um, or the Dogs being two and zip as well, aren't they? I should mention that the Poochets yep. are two and zip as well. We haven't got to the latter in this competition, so fair to say that the, the Poochets are probably favourites going into this one, gentlemen.
2: Yeah I, th- yeah, I think they they have to be. Hopefully, with Uni back, um, really Barrack and forth New England to to come out and you know a field a good. Uh, full side and then be, you know, um yeah, give it to give it to the Poochettes, um hope hoping for a good game. But yeah, I don't think you can go past the, the Poochettes after, you know, pretty strong start to
0: the season. Absolutely, couldn't agree more. And uh Tamworth Derby. We we were always trying to find a name for this one. We should probably put this out to our loyal one percenters listeners. You, you know, you've got the showdown between Port Adelaide and Adelaide, the Derby between Fremantle and West Coast and the Battle of the Bridge and the Q clash in the AFL. What do we call the Tamworth derby or the Tamworth the Roos versus the Swans? What what what, what do we call it? Um, yeah, good question. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs>
2: I'm what? just thinking there's something for the peel. Yeah. That's, that's,
1: that's exactly what I was. Battle thinking of the as Peel well. or something. The...
2: like that. The wrestle on the river. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I love it. Okay, that yeah, was yeah, that you know.
0: was not where I was expecting
2: you to yeah. go with that one, but I like it. I was just thinking, you know, number one there on the uh, on the mighty Peel.
0: Um, yeah, no, it it it's it's not, it's, not really it's not bad. It's not bad. Feel free to drop your, uh, your your suggestions to us either via the Facebook link because we are posting these to the ndl sport facebook page yeah. at the moment uh or that <coughs> or just that's the easiest option re- yeah it's that's the easiest option okay you don't want me to right, it's the shortest way i'm but. not going to just go through everybody's email addresses no one really <laughs> knows how to spell our names anyway including me um i'm going to go with the drawer again just continue to sit on that fence <laughs> why not why not it's my prerogative high and mighty up there on high high my, high and mighty no, i don't know anybody. just
2: because you're high on, okay, on that's fence. literally my S- thought process. I'll be back in the Swans, but I, d- <laughs> I do. Uh, interesting game, to say the least. I think it'll be good. I think it'll. This will be a. Oh well, you know we are setting new uh, a barometer each week.
0: You know, yeah, like, yeah. It is. You it's know, emerging and it? it's un- unraveling in yeah. you know, a yeah. in a really entertaining way. You're not really mm-hmm. sure. You know, I think in five weeks' time we'll probably have pretty clear ideas of who sort of sits where and, and that sort of thing, but I think these sorts of games are, are really interesting for that one at the moment. But, yeah, I'm going with the draw because you guys can't split each other either, so it's going to be where Fair. I'm going to stand. And then at Varley Oval to round out the round, the Inverell Saints taking on the Moree Suns or the Joint Venture, hopefully, um, at Valley Oval. the Saints are in top top-notch form at the moment. I have the feeling that this one's probably going to be... Uh, a victory to them as well. I think they're just really starting to hit their straps nicely and setting themselves up mm. for a a real tilt at the top four later on in the year. Have to agree. Yeah, we mentioned that they're probably you know
2: looking like being you know possibly the team to beat alongside Gunnar at the moment. So yeah, can't look past uh, the Saints. Absolutely, Cody,
0: as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're, you're, you're yeah. nodding,
1: it is it it an, it's, it's, an it's an audio, audio medium. Nodding in the
0: dark. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Billy, Billy spoke for me, so I will just sit <laughs> here and be like, "Yeah, fair <laughs> Well, I mean, I can't. Well, feel free to you know, tip <laughs> the other way. I mean, you know, that point of difference. Let's bring it on. But uh, we will just touch on the genius quickly before we wrap up, Ben Jaffrey. Yeah, it's sort of half. Again, this is an audio medium. You need to not shake your head. What? <laughs> <laughs> I uh
2: not a score-up, and I don't
0: think I've... Oh, no. That's do. No i have been caught short and underprepared. Uh We sure have. Um, <laughs> what People come to grow and love.
2: Yeah, well, I know there was a... I know the Saints played the Roosters in Inverell. In the seventeen. In the 17s, yep. and I know the Dogs hosted the Roosters in the under-14s. So... I
0: don't know how either of those <laughs> games went, so if anyone can tell us, that would be... Outstanding. I mean, I no.
2: Yeah, I really didn't. Um, didn't yeah, we we didn't think the wheels have fallen off here.
1: They <laughs> really know, have. This uh, is this uh, is petering out. This podcast. <laughs> but a, a game was played, so football was a winner. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's actually so, not a bad. See, you don't get him in, into him for riding
0: the fence. Yeah, but I mean,
2: <laughs> I'm scrambling here. So, you know, I agree with. I'll, I'll agree with anything that would you, is would, you said. would you
0: like us to continue to try and pad this out a little bit while
2: you. Yeah, go for your life. Yeah. Keep padding because I'm, I'm desperately searching
0: for <laughs> So how are you liking things at the later, mate? Are you enjoying <laughs> your time here so far?
1: Yeah, yeah, very good. Very um, organised. The podcast, not so much. Well, but you know. every, every other part of it's been um, very, very good. Excellent. And interesting,
0: this would be an interesting one to ask you, having played in the Black Diamond League, because you were with Musclebrook before yeah. making the switch. Um, in terms of, I guess, uh, the differences within the competition, I know the Roos have had a long sort of um, affiliation, I guess, with Muscle Brook, with pr- practice matches and that sort of thing. Um, in terms of how the competitions stack up against each other, how, do you, how have you found it so far after you know only a small sample
1: size? Yeah, well, it's really interesting. Certainly, as far as the Ruse go, there's a re- really significant difference to Muscle Brook um, for the way they train. Mustervilk, it was all about fitness, there was road runs, we were doing farmer's runs, weightlifting, kayak flips, stuff like that. Yeah, I don't think that's
0: going to feature but, much in any AFL <laughs> set-up, but I But
1: there was not a uh, single talk about, like, tactics, there was no kick-out plans, there was nothing like that. Okay, um, that's interesting. For Mustervilk this pre-season. Then I come up to the Ruse a lot more... I don't know what they did early in the season, there would have been a lot more running and stuff then, but... Yeah, you know, plans your own kick-outs and huddles, how we want to play, stuff like that seems to be a lot more pertinent up here. Yeah, um, right. And I'd say a good 90% of the Musselbrook side had never watched a game of AFL in their life, whereas people up here seem to actually follow the league,
0: which, which
1: I enjoy being a fanatic myself. Yeah, excellent. And, and who's your club of choice? Uh, I'm from WA and I have a brain, so I go for West Coast. Okay. Is this a bad time to tell you I'm a Geelong supporter? <laughs> Um, I didn't see a second of that game, oh, so it
0: didn't actually exist, as far I, as I'm concerned. I, re- I reveled in it. But Ben, how have you gone? How's your scrambling gone? Or do we do we apologise wholeheartedly to the junior ranks and promise to make it up to them next week?
2: No, we got there. No, oh, okay. <laughs> we well, got right. then A little, little bit of digging. I was looking in the wrong places. So I can confirm that in the under-17s clash, the Inveral Saints won 14-15-99 to 7-10-52 over the Roosters. And in the under-14s game... Uh, the Gallard Bulldogs got up sixty-eight to four. So thank you to the members of the Tamworth Roosters group who posted those up, and <laughs> I somehow completely
0: missed it over the weekend. So um, yeah, a couple of pretty well handy games there by the sound of it, and we did well to to track that down, Ben. No, do let anyone question your. Uh,
1: Journalistic ability there that was done well. I wouldn't have known where to f- find that. So, this is this is quite useless to mention now, but it actually occurs to me that they were on for the women's game and I saw the end of it, which I completely <laughs> forgot. About. Well, that
2: was if I couldn't um, find it, that was going to be my question to you.
1: <laughs> you're there, aren't you? Um, oh, perfect, you're fitting uh, right, in, you're fitting in right <laughs> into this podcast. Right. <laughs> um, but I also know their star, um, Josh Hugh went down in the fourth quarter. He was actually one of the play that was going to feature in the senior side and then didn't, because I think he injured an ankle. An um, ankle that the okay. uh, That's their chances. Hopefully, not, yeah, that's
0: nothing too serious. serious. But, guys, final observation. It's obviously going to be a cracking weekend of football for this week. We've gone well over time, so might take this opportunity to wrap things up. Sounds and, good. Uh, best yep. life for the weekend. Good luck and good football.